Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, hello and welcome to Rollback Week and Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. We are in, I am in Atlanta. We've got a few friends uh, going to be joining us today from across the country talking about some great events that we have had over the past week. Uh, it has been another big week in Watch Dogs history. It seems like whenever uh, we open up this microphone, we've got another great week to talk about. We've had a lot of schools, a lot of launch events. Um, and which we would love to hear about your launch event. Uh, we've had a couple uh, that I've attended. We've had a huge launch event down in Texas that uh, that we're going to be hearing about here in just a few minutes. Um, I do want to make a quick apology to anyone that may have joined us to uh, hear about PTA insurance issues. Unfortunately, our uh, good friend Shay McFalls was not able to join us today, so we are going to uh, reschedule her at another time. Talking about uh, PTA and insurance issues, uh, she is with the uh, AIM company who uh, manages a lot of PTA insurance uh, issues. And, And one of the things that she and I had gotten to talk about one day is a lot of times when uh, when watchdogs get going, they get involved. Uh, sometimes we come up with some really interesting and unusual ideas um, that may sometimes uh, get people uh, kind of interested uh, as far as uh, coverage and things like that. So Shay's going to join us here in a couple of weeks, and we're going to be able to uh, talk about those things. Well, uh, as I mentioned, it has been a huge week in watchdogs. We have had some great events, and we actually had the largest watchdogs the largest event in watchdogs history and uh and that we are going to have a great chance to talk about that i am going to bring my regular cohorts and compadres on the phone here so uh so we can join our party uh hey eric how you doing and how's it going you 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 know i'm so excited today because uh <laughs> you celebrate rainy weather but we have so dry here in Kansas. It's actually raining today. I love it. Oh wow! Well, yeah, uh, well, that's great. Oh, sounds like we're getting a little, little bit of technical difficulty there. Uh, Chris, you on the line with us? I'm on the. Yes, sir. I am. So there you go. Yeah, uh, we got a little pop-up shower in our area, so it's excited. Uh, you know, to, to get the rain. Bad side is Keith. I got three acres to mow, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's. It, but overall, we need the rain, you know. Uh, the, the, my little fish pond I have on my property, and it needs the rain. And so, uh, I definitely will take the rain any time over a, a hot, you know, humid and dry season. So it, it's. I'm excited about it. No kidding. What kind of crops you got planted out there? Oh, uh, well, th- this year we didn't do a garden, so we just had oh, some okay. plants, some white <laughs> planted, but, uh, you know, 
got several trees and uh like i said my my fish they uh they've been i've been having to water their pond because it's been getting low oh, so it's it's excited to see some rain cool well eric you back on with us yet Sounds like Eric might have to call yeah, back he, in. No, can you hear me okay? Uh, yes, no. sir. I, I can hear you. Can, okay. Well, you're you're popping in and out. Well, uh, let me well, dial Eric, back I, in. I'll try that. All right. Let Let's do that. And Chris and I can talk about uh, some of the things that have the call-ins, some of the stories that, that we've been getting at the Watchdogs National Office, and and uh, how are the renewal kits going? They still uh, flying out of the office there? Uh, they are, Keith. Uh, you know, the, the main thing that, that we're seeing uh, right now is the growth of new schools, mm-hmm. seeing that the new schools that have been getting trained on a weekly basis and then, you know, once they hear Eric's training, you know, the majority are, are women. And so when they hear what is missing mm-hmm. and what's not in school, it's a lack of father involvement, uh you know, we're seeing a lot of new schools starting up, buying that startup kit. So it's very exciting to see this growth, uh, to see these new schools come aboard and want to start watchdogs. Exactly. Well, I had the privilege and the pleasure of uh, stepping out of uh, into the next county over here from where I live. Got a chance to go to McGarity Elementary School over in Paulding County. And uh, and as they said over there, it, they the cafeteria never looked so small. Uh, they filled it. It was standing room only. Uh, they were they were amazed at that, and I just told them this is typical. This is normal. This is what a watchdog launch event in a new school looks like. The guys have been waiting for a chance to be a part of their child's education, and they're just they, they've been standing at the door waiting. And when you open that door and invite them in for for pizza and and kind of bribe them on the way in there with some food, they're going to show up. So, Eric, you back with us? Yeah, I am. I hope that's better. I apologize. You know, and yeah, okay. exactly to your point, um, you know, this last week I had an opportunity uh, to also visit a school, uh, a couple of pizza nights on some schools in Neosho, Missouri, that have been doing the program, uh, I think, since 2008. And they've, it's a small school district, but they have it in, in every one of their elementaries. They have it in um, uh, five schools. I think it's three elementaries and, and two middle schools. It's just going fantastic. And it's because the principals in all those schools have uh, active and, and, and really important roles in their program. And, and as schools come on board, that's one of the things they'll hear us say over and over and over again. The programs that are the most successful have that mm-hmm. principal that has taken an active role in that program and, and really connecting the watchdog program to the goals that they already have uh, for their school. And, and these men, we know, can play a vital role in a number of ways to help, uh, you know, really improve and enhance the educational environment but also at the pizza night i was at um the superintendent was there and i think that says a lot when he takes the time out to come in of course he had a child in that school but uh that didn't mean he had to come but he did and so i think that that kind of support from the top down is so very important uh and in addition to that i think this may segue into um uh, some of our guests two of our guests today but i had the opportunity to participate in two amazing uh, watchdog events last week, uh, one in uh, Cedar Park, Texas. For those of you that don't know, it's a little bit north of Austin. And uh, another one uh, right outside of Seattle, Washington, uh, near Sonomish County uh, with the watchdogs up there. And, I mean, talk about a great group of men and women in both places. It was absolutely phenomenal. 
Wow. And speaking of that segue, that gives me the opportunity to uh, we'll open up and we'll talk about that Leander event. I'd like to welcome uh, Mr. Chris Meyer uh, to the uh, Watchdogs radio program. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Hey, Chris. Great. Well, thank you for joining us, Chris. We wanted to talk about the uh, the event in Leander and and how it all tied together. So, Chris, how about just kind of give us an introduction of how you got involved in the Watchdog program real quickly and then how this whole huge, massive event took place? Well, it it, uh, it started way back. My kids, uh, they're both in middle school now, and so I started doing Watchdogs when they were both in a I've got uh, they're one year apart, so I've started when my oldest was in kindergarten and just kept moving up through there and uh, probably for a couple of years, um, you know, participated as a watchdog and then took over the top dog spot at the elementary school. And then last year I had one kid in elementary, one in middle school, and ended up being top dog for middle and elementary, which um, was a, an interesting an interesting year. Uh-huh. And it was it was during that time that I got to experience the uh, the joy of trying to get funding for two different pizza nights all at the same time. <laughs> wow. And we were at a um, at a, a, another Watchdog kickoff where Eric came down and spoke last year, and I was sitting at the Cedar Park Center and just the, the epiphany hit, and I looked over at my AP and I said, why couldn't we just do this at a district level and just fill the Cedar Park Center and make it really easy and nobody has to we, – we don't have all these, you know, 27 different schools trying to get pizza donations. Mm-hmm. And he said, wow. do you think we can? And I said, well, well, let's ask. So after the event, we went down and asked the coordinator for the uh, for the event center, and he said yes. And then I ran it up the flagpole at the district level and talked to the PR and marketing folks, and they said yes. And that's where it started. Wow. Now you tied this in with, uh, was it the Austin Planetarium? The Austin how, Planetarium, yeah. How did that so all we, come about? Well, it uh, actually came about because of a need. So the district said that they wanted to have some educational content. And mm-hmm. so I was struggling with, okay, how are we going to make that happen? And, and also checking with my boys and finding out what they think is cool these days and what's not so that we could appeal to the to the whole spectrum from elementary to high school. And turned out my wife um, – was taking astronomy last year, and she was going to get extra credit if she brought the family to a speaker series. Ergo, Mm -hmm. I went and was was floored by how engaged my two boys were with the speaker. And he just happens to be the executive director for the Austin Planetarium. Mm -hmm. And I started scratching my head, and I walked up to him afterwards, and I said, you ever thought about doing a, a talk to an entire school district at once? And he goes, oh, we'd love to do that. And I said, I think I may have a, a venue for you, and that's that's where it started. I want to that's tell you awesome. something. Uh, yeah, I, I of course anybody that's on our Facebook page uh, has seen this, and and I know that uh, Leander ISD has uh, their Watchdog page also. But I managed to take some video that night, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I cannot say enough about what Chris and his team put together down there. It was truly um, impressive. And, you know, I think uh, a week out, Chris, you had uh, less than 1,000 people that have RSVP'd, and you were hoping you'd get to 1,000. And then a few days out, you made it to 1,500. And then I think uh, maybe the day before, you had 2,000. And and how many ended up showing up about? Well, we we estimated about 2,700. We think that number's (laughs) actually a little low. Um, And you too uh, looked at the crowd, yeah. 
the uh, the event staff were the ones that, that helped us do the estimation. And, and you're right, about two weeks out, we we were. I was hoping that I'd get to a thousand, and um, it just kept going up and going up. And you know, put in the pizza order for 250 pizzas, and and then the day of the event, um, before I left, we were sitting at 1933, and got there and walked outside and saw a line wrapping all the way around the event center and thought, oh. <laughs> So we ended now, up. Those of you uh, that haven't seen that, if you download, I mean, if you're if you're listening to this podcast on a download and, and you want to see what we're talking about, go. I think you all posted up my video up on the Leander page. It's certainly on the Watchdog page, but you all go check that out. We got a good video of a number of the dads and kids with that line snaking halfway around or at least a third of the way around uh, Cedar Park Center. It was fantastic. How many pizzas total? Three hundred and seventy-seven. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, here's what we're talking about. And whenever we talk to schools about all the benefits of, of getting men involved in education, and then we talk about, you know, that that unknown uh, uh, element of it on the things that happen when these guys get involved, this is an extreme example. And it's unique in the way that it was such a huge event. And But it's not unique in the sense that, you know, you've got men coming in that are pooling their resources, that are having those aha moments, that are working together to do phenomenal things, you know, even outside of school hours. We have schools that, you know, you've got these guys coming in and the schools are able to message to them the success they're having, certainly, uh, but also some of the challenges. And I think what Chris has demonstrated, I mean, I know that all all the people that he brought on board to help along with this, the gentleman from the planetarium and, and all the other volunteers, I mean, that's a, just a great example of networking and working together. I mean, it's a community-based program, and I can't think of a better example. And it was so much fun, that excitement. <laughs> and I think, you know, these guys are talking about filling it with 6,000 people next year. My money's on them. I'll just tell you that guys, right now. Guys, since you mentioned it, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I got a little treat for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here we are going to the Leander event at Cedar Park, Texas. This is live, the largest gathering of watchdogs ever in the history of watchdogs, and we got something for you. We are watchdogs. We are watchdogs. We are watchdogs. Well, you can't That's beat that. Chris, what else do you want us to know? What would you like to say about the program? I know you're continuing some efforts. We've changed some emails this morning about uh, providing you all with some, some resources and training. I know you've identified, you know, some issues that some of the top dogs that have taken over schools in that area, you know, may be struggling a little bit with information and resources. And I know even in our conversation, as good a job as you're doing, and as long as you've been doing it, uh, we had some resources and some things that nobody had been able to make you aware of. So you want to speak to that a little bit and, and oh, sure. provide some help um, to know, the listeners? Yeah, one of, one of the things that, um, that, that I did was um, just created a, a district-level page. And so one of, one of the things that, that I'm working on implementing is really pulling all of the campuses together and all of the top dogs. That way there's a sharing of information, which I think is going to be huge. And then having in you know, at least in one place where everybody knows that it's posted, kind of a, a, you know, a checklist of, you know, here are the resources that are available, here's what they look like, here's what they are, and and just providing that um, kind of a an anchor, uh, if you will, to to be able to get some of the new folks going. The um, 
and, and that's and that's big. And I also created a, a a discussion group that's closed, just and and inviting all of the the um, administrative sponsors as well as the top dogs and coordinators. And that way we can we can have a, a nice area that we can uh, just exchange ideas. The the other thing I think that we kind of went out on a limb and, and took a little bit of a different path was, you know, Watchdog is always focused around getting the dads back in the schools, which, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, and, and that's really how I got in. But from the event section, we we kind of stumbled upon something that, that uh, seemed to make a lot of sense. And, and Eric kind of stuck this in my head last year. He made a comment about having, um, you know, dads, if you don't sign up today, then your kid will sign you up. And if if your kid doesn't sign you up, then your wife will sign you up, and and so forth and so on. And so that that kind of stuck in my head, and I thought, wait a minute, you know, for the events, let's invite the whole family. And as it turned out, we found that there are were a uh, a huge number of moms that were plugged in on the social networking around the school, not so much the dads, and there were mm-hmm. moms that were actually pulling the dads in and going, we're going to this event, you need to set time aside. <laughs> <laughs> and actually pull them in, and so um, I think we're going to keep keep going. So from from the event standpoint, I think we're going to start looking at trying to do events and pulling the entire family. And uh, you know, we'll we'll get the dads. And you know, what if a mom shows up with the kids and dad can't make it? You know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll she can sign him up. We'll take that. We're not proud. Absolutely, no, that's absolutely. That's and, and you know, as long as you all have been doing that in that school district, you've got such a you know, a, a great history with that program, and obviously you all make that work, and, and I applaud you for that. And, you know, we do see, I mean, every pizza night that we go to, we see a good uh, a good sampling of moms there. And, of course, you know, and, and I know you guys are, are not uh, varying from the focus on men at all by doing that, and, and I know you managed to do that well. And it's so ingrained, really, into your education or culture. These guys get that it's for them, and you're asking them specifically. For a new school that's just listening, you know, I, I would encourage them just to be cautious if they're launching for the very first time because, you know, uh, we know for sure when you're a brand-new uh, program and you're trying to get those men involved, if you reach out and, and ask for the families or for the mom and dads who always shows up, it's always the mom. Yes, right. And that's for the new schools. And so once you get that established and, and you make sure we don't ever want to exclude the moms and we want them to come to those events, but we're really – really firm on just messaging to those guys to let them know that, no, this isn't an event that mom can stand in for you. Now, if you've got to work and you can't take off, you know, she can go sign you up. That's okay. But we want those guys to know. We want them to show up. But hats off to you guys because you're just doing a fabulous job out there. And and I want to make sure that you get to meet this next guy. We got Scott Kelly on yet? We do. We do. I was just about to say. I want to talk to to this guy. He and and Chris Meyer need to meet each other because they are kindred spirits and they're thousands of miles away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we would like Scott Kelly uh, from the state of Washington. Uh, Looks like top dog at Glacier Peak High School. Scott, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio once again. Great, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm glad to be here and talking with you guys. Let well, me give we a lead into this because I I spent some time with these guys. Uh, okay, Scott, you actually uh, are really instrumental, if not completely responsible, for <laughs> a majority of the growth out in your area for this program. When did you first get involved, and tell how that's grown since you did? Oh, gosh. Uh, A good friend of mine, Jamie Bonnet, uh, introduced me to Jim Moore many, many years ago, even before my kids were in elementary school. And uh, 
And so it was it was a few years later or several years later that uh, I had uh, kept in touch uh, with the Watchdogs program through the National Center for Fathering's newsletters and got the courage to uh, start the program at my children's new brand new elementary school in 2007. And halfway through that first year, I thought, man, this is an amazing program. Every elementary school in the school district needs to have this program. So that was my goal for the next year. And not only did that happen, but both middle schools, one of the high schools, and four or five of the neighboring um, schools in in uh, Everett School District. That's fabulous. And so your school, I know we were talking about now, your your kids, I think, have just left the school because I met your new top dog, but it's uh, Little Cedars, right? Yeah, I still have a son at Little Cedars and a daughter okay, at Glacier Peak cool. High School. Okay, so now that school, how many watchdog dads did you have every year, just about? We're averaging close to 180 watchdogs a year at Little Cedars. And, and wow. some of these guys are, are, are a little bit... Um, I won't say mad, but a little perturbed that they can only volunteer one day because they really want to do more than that, but you've got so many, you've got to limit it. Yeah, you know, it's a bigger school, so that's part of the challenge, but uh, we, we just live in an amazing community where the dads are eager to get involved, and so uh, I encourage those dads that uh, that voice their opinion about only being able to be a watchdog one day a year to take that next step and to reach out to their students' teachers directly and see about uh, scheduling a, a regular time or, or a periodic time that they can come in and help out in, in their classroom, and then that would be adjacent to lunch, recess, and, and possibly PE. Man, I tell you what, I, it, it's so neat that, that Keith had started this radio show and, and had the idea for this because the have the opportunity for, like I said before, you and and Chris Meyer to be able to to connect and meet. I mean, spending uh, time with both of you gentlemen just less than a week apart was really phenomenal, but <laughs> so inspiring to us to, to see the men that are out there. And, and you took a, a really a similar approach as Chris is doing, of really bringing your school district together and having some coordination and some a lot of communication and, and helping each other and supporting each other. And I know your principals are on board. At least one of the principals was at the golf tournament on Saturday. And, uh, How do you shoot? Had a, I, <laughs> oh, well, we don't talk about that. You know, what happens on the oh, golf course okay. stays on the golf Yeah, we were somewhere around par, I think, at some point uh, during the day. But uh, I will say this, though, that, uh, you know, what, what – what, uh, Scott did is done is this is the fifth annual uh, watchdog golf tournament and I went out there uh, to show them you know uh, it's okay to be bad and still love golf number one that's what I wanted them to see and I think I proved that point didn't I Scott you did Eric very well and uh, you and I are kind of on the same page with regards to our golf but, game but these guys, they had 80 guys out there and they, they, they paid you know a decent amount of money to come out and support this cause and have fellowship together and and, and get together and, and support each other and support um, their schools and and this is the fifth annual that they've done this and and I think the proceeds that you raised you said last year benefited like 14 different watchdog schools wasn't that right yeah we had last year was a great year uh, we had 104 players and we raised just over six thousand dollars and so that went out, that was divided up uh, amongst those 14 schools based on their uh, level of participation. And um, and so on average, we were able to raise 
$50 per golfer that went back to uh, each of the schools. So if each school had a foursome, they they raised $200 and had that's a lot of fun in the in the process. Oh, that's fabulous. That is fabulous. So so what is in the future for Washington State and your area as far as watchdogs? Where do you see it? Any any future plans? I know you guys have got your hands full with what you're doing, but uh yeah, we. I just love being a regional resource for these schools, uh, schools that already have watchdogs, uh, schools that are thinking about watchdogs. Uh, me and uh, Dave Rogers, who you met uh, at the yeah. golf tournament, are, are two very passionate uh, fathers and uh, love this program and are trying to promote it and, and be a great resource for the those schools. And uh, so we want to continue our efforts to support schools uh, that have or are considering watchdogs and help them out uh, at their pizza nights or be available to answer any questions that they might have. Uh, You know, there's a lot of lessons learned uh, over the years that we can share and uh, a lot of resources that we can remind them about uh, that uh, you guys do a great job of of providing. And so, uh, yeah, just just, uh, our plans are to continue to be a resource to, to especially focus on the Seattle School District. There's only, there's only a, a handful of schools uh, in the Seattle School District with this program, and so would really love to uh, see it grow there. It's almost like we have uh, the Seattle School District surrounded <laughs> with watchdogs <laughs> programs. <laughs> wow. I think you do. I think you do. And I, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you, there was a, a gentleman there that I that we spoke with before the tournament started, and he was the coordinator, uh, I think, uh, big young guy, and he talked about – I asked him how long it took him to schedule all these guys. Uh, what was his role again, and, and can you share some oh. of the – do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was uh, uh, Sam Hansen. He's our dean of students. And, uh, gosh, he – you should have him as a guest on this call because he's done an amazing job of uh, not only efficiently creating these schedules, but his his prime goal is creating a meaningful schedule for every watchdog that comes into the school. And so he spends, gosh, I think he said about an hour a week. I know. I kept. I, I was trying to make it easy for him to tell me a big number because I said, "Okay." When he explained this elaborate process, I said, "So what? Do you do this in less than five, not five hours a week?" He shook his head. I said, four hours a week?" He shook his head. I said, three hours a week?" He goes, "No, no, no. Probably about an hour a week." And that's yeah. what we keep hearing that the ones that are doing it really well have found a way. To, yeah, hey, get, let's get the contact information. Uh, Keith, grab that so we can get him on as a guest. That would be a way great way to spend 30 minutes with him and letting him school us up. And I don't want the time to run out, Keith. I want to turn it back over to you. But I, Chris and uh, uh, Chris Meyer and Scott Kelly, you guys want to say hi to each other or anything while we got you on? Hi, how's it going? Great, Chris. I would love to uh, connect with you and, and share ideas and, and hopefully oh, someday meet. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Hey guys, yeah. we got a we do have a caller on the line with a question. Uh, our good friend uh, Brian Clark from uh, right here in Smyrna. Brian, how you doing? Hey, good, Keith. How are you? Good, good. I wanted to slip you in here. I hey, think you had a question for us. Um, actually, no, just kind of listening and uh, just going along with everything. Um, I guess I only have a comment. I, I don't know. I don't know if you've run up against this before, but. As you know, Keith, I'm trying to start up a, a, the watchdogs program at the school, new school that my children are going to now. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm going to reach out and talk to you and Chris or whoever. But basically, it's actually I'm at the other end of the spectrum, and I'll make this quick, but basically the school is such a good public school, they, they don't want to fix anything that's not broke. They have pretty mm-hmm. good father involvement already. So I'm actually getting resistance, and with all due respect, I understand. But sure. uh, we've kind of working around it. We're acting like water, and we're starting out. I've already been in the gym class for two hours a couple of days ago, and the gym uh-huh. teachers are like, heck, yeah, get the fathers in here right away. So oh, I yeah. think that's a good first step to get in and uh, get going. But very good father involvement at this school already. Not okay, let, 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 let me take this one if I can, Keith. I, I want to say okay. this. First of we all, got a minute. I, mean, I understand – yeah, I understand that that misconception that the watchdog program, some people looking from the outside in until they really understand it, believe that it's there to fix something, and 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 that's what yeah. I I understand, and it's really not. And when they get in and see that, you know, every school uh, is going to benefit, no matter what stage it's in, by getting these fathers into the classrooms. And even if they have good father involvement, I would bet that they really don't have them in the classrooms, in the hallways, in the lunchroom. And if they do, it's onesies and twosies. It's not. 85, mm-hmm. right. 90, or 100 guys throughout the course of the year doing it all day long. So, you know, right. I think you're spot on. Let's not push it too hard with them, but let's really, unless that principal has taken that training call and unless that principal has really researched watchdogs by just Googling D period, O period, G period, S period, and seeing what all the other principals are saying about it, and then let us put your principal in contact with some principals in equally good schools uh, that are doing the program and let them speak peer-to-peer and find out why they're putting the resources that they are toward this program. Great question. Great comment. Great. Yeah. Brian, Chris, Chris, thank Scott, thank you guys. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week. Watch Dogs Radio. Remember, the only schools that don't have us are the ones that don't know enough about us. Hey, you still there?